Welcome to Grand Rounds Nation on ReachMD, presenting the best Grand Rounds from across the country. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. This week's Grand Rounds comes to us from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta, Georgia, and is titled Prescription Drug Overdoses, an American Epidemic. Here's Dr. Thomas Frieden, director of the CDC. Welcome to Public Health Grand Rounds, and thanks to all of the presenters and contributors for their work. Yesterday, CDC released Health U.S. 2010, and just about the only mortality statistic getting worse is the increase in death from prescription opiate abuse. This is a major public health problem, and it's getting worse and getting worse rapidly. In just the course of a few days recently, I was reviewing programs in five different areas of CDC, and I heard about an increased number of deaths from opiates now exceeding, with prescription opiates, deaths from heroin and cocaine combined. I heard from our birth defect center about more babies being born at risk for congenital heart defects because their mothers had been taking prescription opiates. I learned about more falls among the elderly uh, who were taking prescription opiates, about more drugged driving crashes. Within the infectious disease world, uh, a resurgence of hepatitis C in as many as three different states related to young people who had initially started on prescription opiate abuse and then graduated, so to speak, to heroin, which was lower cost and higher potency. An increase in injection drug use in some areas relating to the large number of people addicted to opiates. Uh, Overall, an increase from 2000 to 2007 of prescription of deaths from poisoning uh, from 5 to 10, and you'll see the numbers overall. While everything else is going down, uh, we see deaths from prescription opiates going up. So you'll now hear in the rest of the session more details and more accurate details and more systematic details about the burden of this terrible problem in our society and also about some of the ways that we may be able to address it. Ultimately, in public health, we focus on policy change because we know that policy change has made such an enormous difference in areas such as motor vehicle injury. Reducing supply through policy requires lots of different partners at the federal level, the state level, looking at things like our prescription drug monitoring programs, getting information back to doctors to improve performance, using uh, the levers that the federal government has through Medicaid, for example, to look at what is being prescribed and where and in what quantities, looking at where long-acting opiates are being prescribed and how to drastically reduce that to effectively manage pain but not harmfully manage pain. Uh, Looking at the role that our emergency departments play in the inappropriate prescription of opiates for pain. Uh, Looking at how in the next generation of physicians we can ensure that electronic prescribing for everyone prescribing in the next few years is secure, respects privacy, and can drastically reduce inappropriate prescription of opiate and other drugs. 
looking at enforcement issues with the EA and others and how to address pill mills and unethical physicians who abuse their license to harm patients by providing large quantities of opiates. The prescribing of drugs is largely regulated by states, and state contribution is crucial. One of our speakers today will talk about innovative steps taken in Washington state. These are very encouraging and represent an example of the kind of thing that we hope to see more of in the months and years to come. The Office of National Drug Control Policy is a key partner and leader for all federal agencies involved in trying to address prescription drug abuse. ONDCP has made it one of its signature issues and it's taken an interest in issues ranging from surveillance, which CDC is very uh, pleased to be a core part of, to prevention. And we look forward to nourishing this partnership. This is a big problem. It will not be solved by any one entity or any one agency. It'll be quite important that we have good collaboration and coordination among many different partners working on it. And in that regard, I'm delighted that we also have with us Pam Hyde, Administrator of SAMHSA, who's here with us today and will join the panel for a question and answer at the end of the presentation. So thank you all very much. Good afternoon. I am Grant Baldwin. I will start by showing you some data on prescription drug overdoses that demonstrates why it's such a significant public health problem. Next, Dr. Len Palazzi will highlight key risk factors and outline some promising interventions. Dr. Gary Franklin will discuss successes and challenges implementing innovative policy solutions at the state level. Finally, Mr. Kurlikowski will provide insight into our national prevention strategies. So let's begin by defining the epidemic. A prescription drug overdose is a type of poisoning, one that results from the use of prescription drugs in amounts or in ways that, that are not recommended. Most fatal overdoses in the U.S. are unintentional. In other words, the person intended to take the drug or drugs but did not intend to harm themselves. Only a small fraction are ingestions by young children or innocent mistakes by patients. Overall, there are two types of drugs that are most frequently involved in an overdose, largely because they depress breathing. They are opioid analgesics such as Oxycontin, Vicodin, Morphine, and Codeine, and sedative hypnotics such as benzodiazepines. Individuals with a fatal overdose are typically taking multiple prescription drugs at the time of death, frequently combined with alcohol or illicit drugs. Originally, they may have started taking the drug for its intended purpose. However, they develop a tolerance to the drug over time and may escalate its use because of the high it provides. If we look first at the broad category of drug-induced deaths, we can see that the overdose problem has grown to rival or exceed other types of injury deaths. Drug-induced deaths include unintentional overdoses, drug suicides, overdose deaths of undetermined intent, and medical conditions due to drugs. In this nine-year period from 1999 to 2007, the number of drug-induced deaths basically doubled to roughly 38,000. This approaches the number of deaths due to motor vehicle car crashes and has passed the numbers due to suicide, homicide, and firearm injuries. Focusing in on just the unintentional overdoses and looking at long-term trends reveals that the recent numbers are unprecedented. 
They are part of the worst overdose epidemic in the United States in over four decades. The epidemics of black tar heroin in the 1970s and crack cocaine in the late 80s and early 90s barely register when compared to the magnitude of this epidemic. Over 27,000 unintentional drug overdose deaths occurred in 2007 in the U.S., one every 19 minutes. In 17 states, it's now the leading cause of injury death. There are clusters of high rates in Appalachia and in the Southwest. Washington State, the focus of Dr. Franklin's presentation, is also in the top tertile. The CDC Injury Center helped to determine the types of drugs causing the increase. The primary cause is a class of prescription painkillers called opioid analgesics. For several years now, there have been more deaths involving opioid analgesics than from heroin and cocaine combined. So let's take a closer look at opioids. To better treat patient pain, physicians have dramatically increased their rate of opioid prescribing for pain-related visits. People who abuse opioids have learned to exploit this new sensitivity to patient pain, and doctors struggle to treat patients with pain without over-prescribing these drugs. Drug companies distributed 96 milligrams per person in 1997 and almost 700 milligrams per person by 2007, an increase of over 600%. By the way, 700 milligrams per person is enough for every American to take a typical dose of 5 milligrams of Vicodin every four hours for three weeks. In 1999, opioid analgesics were recorded as a cause of death in approximately 2,900 unintentional overdose fatalities. By 2007, that number had increased to almost 11,500, an increase of almost 300%. As is often the case with injury issues, deaths related to opioid analgesics are only the tip of the iceberg. For every unintentional overdose death related to an opioid analgesic, there are nine abuse treatment admissions, 35 ED visits, 161 people with abuse or dependence, and 461 people reporting non-medical use in the past month. While opioid analgesics have legitimate uses, they also have a significant potential for abuse and are causing other health effects. Let me mention just a couple. People using these drugs can experience mental impairment, leading to other types of injuries, such as falls and motor vehicle crashes. And people abusing these drugs are at a greater risk of suicides and crime-related violence. At this point, let me turn it over to Dr. Len Palazzi. Len? We'll return for more from this session of Grand Rounds Nation after a short break. <laughs> 